This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Hi, everybody. It's Daniela Romani from the Mom Curious podcast. If you hear a third voice today, you are listening to. You, you got it. It's Laura Lucchetti, our executive producer. In She's back. I am. I'm excited to be here. She's back in the flesh. We are joined here by my friend Brienne Hi. from Stroller in the City. Yes. Um, she's a content creator. She's actually, you probably follow her already. And I just want you guys to know that every time I see you at an event, you are so kind. You're so well known. Like you're so successful in this field and you have no pretension. And I really appreciate it so, so much sweet. thank you <laughs> because like I you know I dabbled in the sort of blogging and content creation world I don't know I don't know that that's like something that I c consider myself I, I guess I'm in the world but I'm not, you're like firmly established and whenever I'm at an event and you're there you're always like arms open wide hi oh. how are you can I get to know you and I just I really appreciate it thank you yeah. I remember meeting you actually right after COVID I feel like yeah. it, it was a, a group event for moms it was in the fall right after summer and I was just so excited to be back in the city and that's when we met I yeah. think you were pregnant I, I think I just had my second and it was, it was at Neha of Mo Mother Untitled's mm -hmm. event yes. and you know she was the first person to be on this podcast oh get out of here yeah. I love her too I actually just saw her last week yeah she's very special her her career has really blossomed as well yeah and I I I was hoping you would introduce yourself we were just talking I'm like you're not a mommy blogger you're a right. writer you're a blogger we don't call it influencer anymore and I was yeah. sort of like sussing that out and maybe we could just have that conversation on camera like wh what you're a content creator yep what does that entail and who are you now yeah know, so today. I feel like I don't remember when that shift was between mommy blogger content creator I don't really know but I, I think actually it's when we started making more videos right mm. when we kind of shifted yeah. it's it's no longer the beautiful photos although I kind of partial to that I noticed um, your carousels are still present I'm starting to make more <laughs> of them because I while I do love a reel I do love a beautiful photo yeah. too and too. so I think the content creation uh, turned when we started making more video content because I'm not only producing content for my channel, I'm producing it for other companies and brands. So they're taking my video that may not ever live on my channel and they're putting money behind it. They're putting it on their channel and they're promoting it. So I think that's when like the shift was. Wow. Um, yeah. And I don't consider mommy blogger. I just feel like it's so much more than that. Um, we're doing family travel. We're doing fashion. We're doing all that stuff. I know. Stroller in the city. I guess that's why I thought maybe it was around motherhood. But is how did you get started in this field, which it was getting started right when you sort of gave birth your, your son is yeah, yeah. Your, is 15 so yes. that's when is that's when you pivoted right uh yeah 14 years ago he was a year old wow. when I did it so I had a fashion showroom in New York in uh, LA and Atlanta which is kind of crazy um I represented 10 different designers and it was a lot of travel uh a lot of you know I 10 different designers meant 10 different bosses and so every wow. day I had to have a call with those 10 designers and while I was pregnant with my son I kind of freaked out a little bit I was like I don't know how I'm going to travel I don't know what I'm going to do so the girl who worked for me I sold it to her 
and she still has it till this day. Hi, it's called what's Seamless, her name? Her name is Jessica Bay. Seamless <laughs> Showroom. It's still around. Different designers now, um, but she carried it on, which is so nice to still have that, you know, to say this is this it is something on. that I started. Yeah, it lived on. And so I became, a, I was like, I'm going to become a stay-at-home mom. Wow. This is what I'm going to do. And for a year I was. And then I guess I was like craving some kind of like creative outlet. And I was like, I'm going to start this blog for family and friends. There were no cute boy clothes back then. So think 15 years ago, it was baby blue Carters. No, like, this is a real it. thing. It's still sort of a real thing. It's gotten way better. Yeah. Way okay. better. I mean, it wasn't even. I believe you. I don't even think H&M Kids was around really 15 years ago. Wow. Like, it wasn't cool stuff. So I was on a mission to find, like, cool boy clothes back then. And I just started, like, a style blog. It was, like, two to three sentences, stock image. And that was Stroller in the City. And I got that off of Sex in the City. That's where (sighs) Stroller in the City came from because I was obsessed with that show, too. Yeah. And and that's how it started. And then – as the years went on, I was invited to, I think it was like three years later, I was invited to my first uh, blogging event, and I had no idea what I was doing. I had no idea that you can make money off this. I had nothing. And as a matter of fact, it was a speaker was speaking, and I'm in a room filled with women, and they're all on their phones. And I was like, oh, my God, these women are being so rude. Like, why are they on their phones? And they're like, they're tweeting. And I'm like, that's what they're doing right now? Like, this is what I'm supposed to do? I'm supposed to be tweeting out these things during the event? I had no idea. No idea. Meanwhile, now Twitter is like, people won't even, they call it X. Yes, X. Yeah. Yes. Won't even go near it now. Yeah, But seriously. that's how, that was the first social media platform that I had. Twitter. Yeah. There, Instagram wasn't even around then. So yeah. it was Facebook and Twitter. That's wow. all we had. And you had your blog. And the blog. Yep. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. And then as the years went on, I met brands and they're like, can we send you this stroller? Will you do a review? And that's how it started. It was just like I was doing reviews and then it was like, hey, we're going to pay you to do this. And I was like, okay. And then it kind of branched into family travel. And then it branched into like all these other things. And now like my kids are older. I know I still have the word stroller. Kind of like thinking about maybe like changing that a little bit I'm not really sure I mean even just your name is so iconic at this point like even in in the introduction like I'm sure that the people who are tuning into this podcast they know you like I think they know stroller in the city I don't know if people know like I'll get like oh you're stroller that's what I get (laughs) I'm like yeah I guess so I'm stroller and what's sweet is that like your kids are in their teens but you're still really close like I I see less of your son he's 15 Mm -hmm. I see less of your son in your stuff but which makes absolute sense and I'm sure you're being respectful of his time and his well he has a job this summer oh wow (laughs) but also (laughs) like so funny but but yeah you you're you, you know like you're still like a family person yes such a family person. You're such a family person, and your relationships with your children seem to be really strong. Do yes. they want to be part of the content? They do. They kind of have a say now, and I let them have a say. And they they have, like, a creative direction, too, now, and I appreciate that. And I'm like, great, we're going to lean into this, and we're going to do this. Like, the girls are very into skincare right now. Wow. Yeah, so they're all into, you know, all about that, all into that. And who doesn't love to travel? I mean, all three of them, I could – honestly say that we love going away on vacation and like the opportunities that they get they understand it's because of mom's job and that's so cool sometimes we have to pause and take a picture and that's okay you know yeah do they get like recognized and stuff sometimes 
Sometimes out here they do. Sometimes it's funny. It is, is it fun? Do they yeah. like it or or is it weird? They, they, no, I think they think it's cool. I mean, I don't think it's like over the top. Like we're not getting stopped. You know. Yeah. Like also, like time. in the Hamptons, it's like there are a lot of famous people. But they're just like, oh, you're, you know, Brian's son or something like that. They'll say yeah. here and there. Yeah. How do you keep that like connection going uh, with teens? Like it's different, I'm sure. Than how oh, how old yeah. is your youngest? Ten. Okay, so she's She's still a little girl. Yes. So she's still like mommy, mommy. For sure, for sure, definitely. But she's also, because she's the third, she's kind of matured so much faster than the other two. Yeah. So I feel like my 12-year-old and my 10-year-old daughters, they could be twins, Mm -hmm. you know, because they're very much on the same thing for everything, you know? And they're friends. Yes. How did you foster that? I have no idea. I have, I come from three as well. Yeah. My sister and I are very close. My brother and I are six years apart. Um, and I feel like we're close too. So I think they see that. Yeah. Um, but I think it just happens, you know? I mean, my son is not always very nice to my daughters. I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it just happens. But they, they just have that, I don't know, sisterhood. I mean, they fight too. They're not, you know, angels either. Yeah. But um, I think at the end of the day, they know that, one another are there for each other yeah um and that's pretty much it when um i when i had my son i remember seeing a friend of mine who had her son about six weeks prior and she was like i really understand why people take and we called it blogging at the time um take up to like blogging because you can be home with your kid and still make money Oh, yeah. And I had never thought of it. So that's when I started, like, dabbling. I would write about my son. I would, like, you know. And it it really is an amazing thing because I get to be with my kid and still be working. That was the thing I loved about it, too. And, you know, it was when they were napping is when I was writing. Yeah. And then when they no longer napped anymore, then it was like, you know, they had an 8 p.m. bedtime. Yeah. And that was fine. I would write at night. And then I think that's when it kind of shifted into like, wow, this is really the career, a full-time job, is when I didn't, I needed childcare to do the, the blog too. Yes. I wasn't able to yes. manage both, Yeah, you know? Yeah. It's amazing how it grew for you because you grew with the industry itself. I think so. I think it just happened very organically. And I, I think even till this day, I never take it. I never took it seriously. Oh, well, you don't take it seriously. I mean, when I, I look have at your blog, to. I'm like, this is serious. I have like, to. But at the end of the day, I'm like, I always look at it like, I always wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. Like, how did wow. I get into this full-time job that I'm working harder now than I did when I owned the showroom? Oh, you are. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. I'm working way more hours. I'm working so much harder. I never take a vacation, you know, ever, ever, ever. Because when you're on vacation, that's actually work. Yeah. Yeah. But even when I'm not on a paid job, like I'm still, you know, I'm still answering emails. Like the emails are still coming through. Like, yes, I have assistance, but like nobody answers my emails. I do it all. And, and on your Instagram also, like... I do it all. Wow. Yeah. I don't let anyone touch my Instagram and feel like that's like a baby. You know, so when people are like, re- when you guys are reaching out to her, by the way, that's it's really me writing you back. Yes, it is. It is me writing you back. And do you have a lot of people like reaching out and like creating relationships with you uh, 
We do. I, I do. I, like very rarely now have I had to reach out to a brand to say like, hey, unless it's something I'm super passionate about. I'm like, hey, I want to do this, you know. Yeah. I'll reach out to them. But a lot of times it is people reaching out to me. And yeah. I always make sure to answer everybody back. Even if it doesn't fit, I'll always say like, oh, we'll keep it in mind for a future post. Like I always have that, you know, I do have like that crazy type A, like time management kind of create. You know, I want to answer everybody back. And I, you know, because I would – respect you know want to reply as well yeah. you know wait it looks like you had a question i want to hear about the family travel i'm dying <laughs> i'm dying it yes. seems like it would be exhausting but i see so many people on the internet doing it really really well so I'm i actually so i don't fun. travel with my kids really because i'm just like this would be too much work so if you could give us some tips actually that would be great yes oh my gosh so I don't even remember when it started, but I know I wanted to tap into the family travel part. So I think it was like weekend trips. I think it was staycations uh. that we did in New York City, and that's how it started. And I would make sure to take really beautiful photos and write a really amazing blog. Obviously, you know, all truthful stuff. If something – we did go on one trip, which I didn't write about because I was – and I had to write to the PR people, like, I can't do this, you know. I right? appreciate that so much because there's like – a big part of me that's like, can I trust what this person is reporting because they're getting paid for it or this and that? Mm -hmm. And it's nice to know like, yeah. Yes. And I didn't bash the hotel. So I didn't bash the hotel. I didn't write about the hotel. I just didn't speak about it. Okay. Um, so that was, you know, that's how I handled it. Uh, others would maybe handle it differently. I don't know. But um, yeah, so I would say with my, I got my kids on a plane as early as possible. And I will say when they're infants, it's a lot easier to travel when yeah. they're like babies. Yes, you have way more baggage, but it's really easy, especially if you have like, you know, a baby on your lap, like you're it's nursing cheaper. maybe. Like it's just easy for – that was easy for me. And then, you know, as they're getting older, they were easy to be on a plane because they were so used to it. Mm. It was something that we did all the time. And, um, yeah, with the family travel, it was just fun. Like they're – the, we, we were in our own environment and I was just taking pictures of what we were doing. Like yeah. nothing was forced yeah. with like the family travel thing too. And even now, like I'll say to the kids, like, where do you want to go? Like, what should we do next? And like, they all have other, like their own opinions, you know, like my daughter's dying to go to Japan. Mm. Why? Because she sees the cool vending machines that she's like dying to try out, which is really funny. So I, I mean, I don't know when Japan will happen because that's a far trip, but I do make sure that they're involved in the itinerary and all oh. the things. And I'm like, so what do you want to do for that? And you know, what do you want to do for that? And like, yes, the whole like walking educational stuff, they're not like a hundred percent into, but I do think that it is important for them to see obviously the city like we're heading to Barcelona and there are some educational things in there you know um not all of it but you know I did say like we have to see this monument you know like yeah. it's very important that we see this but yeah. then at the end of the day we'll do like a paella making class is what we you know booked and stuff like that that's so cool and I do yeah. feel like you know I keep thinking how do you like stay close to your kids in teenagehood and I think, like, co those core memories that you're yeah. creating. I think traveling is huge. You do. And another yeah. thing another mom said to me, we got into skiing mm. and snowboarding. My son and my husband snowboard. My son, my husband was always a snowboarder. I skied, but I wasn't, like, a good skier at all. And a friend said to me, uh, if you ever want to, like, have this, like, really good bond with your kids – do the skiing thing because you're on those, you know, you're on like a chairlift with your kids and that creates crazy conversation. Wow. And so I always made sure I, I, I made myself better. I took lessons. Now my kids 
I mean, they blow me out of the water with that, but that is another thing that you can do as a family, even when you get older. It's something that the kids will look forward to, too. Did you know that um, your first memories, like, really fuse in your brain when adrenaline is attached to them? I didn't know that. <laughs> so, like, hopefully it's not, like, when your mom's yelling at you, but, like, if you're on a <laughs> ski lift. There you go. You know, or, yeah. like, a roller coaster. Yes. Wouldn't that be nicer? I love like when that. you're do, when you're out of your comfort zone and your heart is racing and like everything feels a little out of control, that's when the, the brain is like, you gotta remember this yes. for next time. So anyway, I just think it's such a great idea. That's interesting. So use that biology. Yeah, I will. for your yes. advantage, and you have clearly, clearly, yeah. <laughs> I love that. But do you ever feel like, you know, in your line of business, like this pressure to be like perfect or picture perfect or or anything like that in order to like sort of cater to the brands or to your audience or is that something that you don't even consider I don't I mean I'm not really I do love fashion and I do love I get my hair blown out once a week (laughs) I mean I do do that for myself but I'm not like if my hair is greasy one day it's okay like I'm not and honestly if sometimes I don't feel like sharing or I'm just tired I won't post on stories that day and that's okay I don't really I don't want that pressure of like being perfect on social media especially my daughters are watching too so all of that stuff rubs off like I'll never stress about stuff like that ever how did you figure out not is it because you just feel confident in your sort of in your work or in yourself how did you know like you don't have to do it or was there a learning moment I don't know I mean you read a ton of articles like online about Mm -hmm. like you know young girls and the impression and getting all the likes and the views and you know all the stuff on TikTok like I don't want that to be us ever so I never want you know my daughters to see that to see me stressing like oh my god I didn't get all these views on my YouTube you know like I never want them to see that ever I mean they do see me stress about work and making deadlines and doing stuff like that but I don't try to stress about that and at the end of the day I have to remind myself like I'm not saving lives here this is I'm sharing my life I'm not saving life you know what I mean it's not you can't get so caught up in it it's funny because like I I do feel like you have like um a really sort of service-filled job and that you know when I just became a mom I looked to, to bloggers to Instagrammers to people who had the you know wherewithal and the skill to share their lives as you know mothers and lifestyle bloggers you know in a way that like would make my life better right so there is a sort of leadership quality to your job do you think I think so I think you're right yes like moms look up to you. I think so. I think I get a lot of que- Yeah, I do. I get a, a ton of questions daily. A lot of times even like stroller recommendations and I'm still like obsessed. Stroller. It's so funny because I'm obsessed with strollers still. And no. I always have, yeah, and I always have people around me, I feel like, that have babies. So I always am like, hey, do you want a, you know, a stroller like so we can review it? And I'm still obsessed with strollers. Okay, so what's your favorite stroller? I love an up baby. Really? Like yeah. the, one, the one up and the one down? Yes, if you have two kids, yeah. You that. don't like the side to side? No, especially, well, New York City, it's like too wide. Yes, this is true. I like an up and down situation. Um, my kids have a side to side because we were in COVID in the Hamptons. Oh, yeah. So then you needed that. We needed it. Well, especially if you're pulling it in and out of a trunk it's, of a car, it's okay. But it's very hard to get through 
outdoors. And yes. my six-year-olds, by the way, we have like a very far walk to school. And sometimes I'm like, I can't handle the scooter. I just can't. I can't. I can't do it. It's a lot. Because I'll put him in the stroller direction. still. Yes. I don't blame you. I mean. You know, it's actually coming out. It was my number one stroller. And then it kind of went away. Now it's back. I just saw it in a store. And I kind of like <laughs> was obsessed with it. Is the Orbit baby. What's this? Okay, so Tell it's us. a car seat that goes from the car seat oh. to right directly to the car, That's which cool. is great. Loved it. And then they have two side kickboards. So you're not like tripping into like the kickboard that's like in that. front of you. It's side ones. And it was like the coolest stroller. I used to have like all three kids like hanging off this stroller and it was just so cool looking. And then they went away, and but now they're back. And I just saw them in uh, Albie Baby. The thing is, um, actually, you found like a corner of the world that's like so clutch that uh, the only mothers of young children would they understand, understand that. <laughs> because like once you get your stroller, this is your life. Yes, it's this your is car. Your, wait, that's your car. But yes. like somehow you could switch out your strollers because of your job. Is this? I was like, able to. Oh yeah, there God. was. A, I mean, there was one time I like at one point I think I had like five or six strollers no! in our apartment. Yes, in our apartment in New no! York City. My husband was about to die. He was like, we have to get rid of this. I'm like, but I'm doing the reviews on all the strollers. Like, I was kind of obsessed. And I'm like, you kind of really need three strollers. I mean, what? I mean, okay, yes, you do. I have the I mean, I, we have two. But I, wh how, with what space am I parking these things? I know. Well, they have to fold well. They, they have do. to fold well. You and really know a stroller. I use the trunk of my car as storage, you guys. Uh, Even still to this day. Not for a stroller, but for other things. Oh, I just put it in the trunk of the car. In the city, if I can't fit in my apartment right now, it goes in my trunk. I really appreciate that. <laughs> yes. Wait, give us more heads up. What are things that we don't know that we should know? I as mean, I mothers. store, like, my luggage in the trunk of my car. Oh, that's very smart. Yeah. Right, because that's where it's going to go anyway. Exactly. Wow. Mm -hmm. If we're, like, in between things, I can't have five luggages in my New York City apartment <laughs> at all. So it goes in the trunk of the car. How do you think that your life as, like, a businesswoman before having three kids affected, like, the way you run a household? I think I still run it like <laughs> you, you do. I'm very like type A crazy. Like yeah. a cra like I need everything in its order. I need like to plan out my day like all the time. Like I kind of feel like that's why my blog is where it is to this day is because I always have a business entrepreneurial like mindset. I think I always had that. Yeah. So I think I just took it with me. And also I think that there's like a a sense that I had I have from you that I, I'm not sure that everyone else um, sort of, you know, knows is that like being a mother actually does require that level of execution, yes. organization, um, like forethought. It does require you to get up and get dressed, like even if the cameras are not on, actually, even oh, if you absolutely. weren't a content creator that you would have to have found that paella class in Barcelona. Yep. Oh, yeah. And I'm not sure that we ever were given that memo. That, we like, were never given that, no. Oh. Our husbands definitely were never given that memo. I don't think they know that till this day. That, that you have to work it's just to like, be a mom? I, yeah, I don't think they understand that. Like, even my morning today was just, like, I got up. My son had a – he had work at 8.30 a.m., so, like – Proud of him, 15 years old, having I, work at 8.30 a.m. I know, for the full day today, which was, you know, great, but that's getting him up at 7 a.m. to get him there. You know, it was a whole thing. My daughters had a sleepover, so it was dropping my son off, picking the girls up on the way home, and, like, the way – 
the day was, you know, the way. So it sounds my, like a nothing to do. It sounds like actually- nothing to do. But I sent my husband, please drive him, pick up the girls on the way home. He, I see him pulling to the driveway as I'm getting in the shower because I'm on my way here. And there's no girls in the car. Okay. <laughs> so I call from the bathroom from the second floor like, hey, where are the girls? He's like, oh, that's right. I have to pick them up. I'm like, Okay. And then that turned into 40 minutes. I'm like, no, but I need, you know, it was just like a whole thing. Like they don't get the execution, whereas I do. And I'm like very like, uh, we got to get this all done. Yeah, it's kind it, of like the invisible labor of women, period, mom mm-hmm. or not. Yes. Men do not understand. The yeah. amount of time it even takes us to get ready. Factor that in yeah. alone. Right. Like mm-hmm. if you're having people over, the amount of planning that y- yes. you then have to do. And it's like oh, well, this so seamlessly came together. Like, no, not so seamlessly. You have no, right, exactly. It's so true. It's so true. I, th- I, th- I think just as women that we think of every detail, you know, everything. And there are some men that are like that, and kudos to them, you know. But I just think that we are we take it on more seriously. I couldn't agree more for most people. And I have to say that I live sort of on the outside of this experience because I am not a detail-oriented person. <laughs> I like have total time blindness. Like, I, I, it's why, like, you know, the, I, the motherhood, womanhood, like, it really does come with so many social constructs mm-hmm. that, that, like, we as women take on, but also men assume of us. We're like, I live totally outside any of those skills. Like I can get on mic and and like really have meaningful conversation. This is what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I can really walk my child through an emotional moment. But but I I think like it really is interesting like what we all assume being a woman is is like we get dressed. We like we 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 understand everyone else's needs mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Um, but I, I, anyway, I, I digress cause I'm, I'm in awe of both of you. Laura is an incredible like hostess, by the way. We're tired. We're, uh, uh, that's the takeaway here. We're tired. You're tired. I tired. I get that. You know? I get that. It's like, it's, hosting is tough. But just in general, you know, just being women out here, like existing, doing it all, if mm-hmm. you will, as you are really both doing it all, kids included. It's just, there's no, there's not enough time. There's not enough time. We're time poor. That's mm-hmm. what we all are. Time poor. I agree. Poor. I agree with you. But you seem to be you, figuring it out, actually. I seem to be. But I think, you know, inside, internally, <laughs> I'm, like, stressing. Like, I walked in here. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so late. Like, I hate being late. Hate being late. It makes me crazy. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, why am I late? You know, I freaked out. But I, I mean, think I internally. Think that's, like, that's, like, the cost of living. It's like being a little bit imperfect. It's like a yes. being a little being late sometimes or singing off key if you're me. You know, yes. like it's like sometimes yes. like we just have to be human. Yes, absolutely. We have to give ourselves the grace that like we do. And I think that's what I need to give myself more of like is the grace. You know what I mean? Because I feel like I put so much pressure on myself like, oh, I didn't get that done. And, you know, things like that. You're doing so good. So are you. And Thank so you, are you so much. We all are. If you had any tips for people who are getting into being a mother like you're like a literal professional mom like (laughs) (laughs) but also like lifestyle you know travel you're living your I think you're living your I'm like every day right yes living your best life like I always try to say like live each day to the fullest is how I try to look at it and always wake up with like a ton of gratitude do you yes always like very much like appreciate everything Mm. 
So how do you, what would you say to the mom who's like, you know, in the trenches with baby diapers and, you know, wanting to travel one day and figure it all out, like, or, or uh, really your former self, you know? I mean, I would tell them, take the trip. Seriously, take the trip, book the trip, just go. I mean, I know a lot of moms that are like, I can't, you know, my baby's going to cry on the plane. It's okay if your baby cries on the plane. Mm. Like, I think my daughter screamed one plane ride the entire way home from Turks and Caicos, and she stopped the minute the plane landed. (laughs) And I just walked off as if that wasn't my kid. I don't know (laughs) who it was, but yeah, you know, it was like obviously definitely stressful. But just take the trip, do the things. And, you know, I know this is so, 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 so cliche, but it does go by so fast. Like the fact that I celebrated my son's 15th birthday this weekend is kind of insane. Um, You know, it just, it does go by so fast. And I know that it feels like you're in the trenches and stuff like that, but it's just really important to take a step back and to just remember that these are the moments that you're going to miss. And when they are preteens and teens, I don't want to tell you guys this, but it is a little bit harder. Oh, how sorry. I'm sorry. You just have to be there more mentally. Like, it's not about scheduling your kids anymore and about what they're going to eat and when they're going to sleep. It's about being there for them and making sure that they're on this right path, like making sure they're not on their screen time so much, like the friends and, you know, the drama. I mean, luckily we're not really in that, but like you just, and you want to keep them busy all the time with like activities. So they're not like sitting there surfing the internet all day long. And yeah, it's a really dark place. Yeah. Like you kind of want to, like, it's a whole different parenting game where it's like, I need to be there physically. Like there's no babysitter that can do that for me now. Like you need to kind of be there so funny because I always think to myself like you know as an actress I feel like I sort of slowed down to be with my babies Mm -hmm. and that was the right choice for me and that was has proven to be like fulfilling and and something that I I needed to do but I always think oh when they're teenagers like that's when I'm that's my big break that's 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 gonna be like my Broadway debut that's it everyone says that that. I mean listen is travel gonna be easier absolutely are you gonna probably sleep better yes for sure are they more self-sufficient yes but it's just being there more you know physically for them and like you know wanting they they need to be able to like open up to you and like talk yeah. to you and you kind of be have to be like a little bit more helicopter wow. at that age I feel like in my personal opinion I have a question how do you make them I mean I know <laughs> how do you get them to trust you like so that they because mm-hmm. ultimately you're their mom right yes. and they know that there's a certain you know you want what's best for them you want them to be safe you want them to be secure and smart about what they're doing so it's just so interesting to me, and I give it up to every mom. My mom did it very, very well, I have to say. Mm-hmm. No way, really? Great. She I'm was so great. Glad to hear it. it was just her disposition, though, was very, like, you know, she was 41 <laughs> when she had me. So, like, she lived through the 60s and 70s. She was like, yeah. what? What are you <laughs> going to say, kid? Right. But, like, how do you do it now? Especially, like, they're seeing things on social yep. media before they're even coming to you with it. So they, like, have a sort of understanding or they think they do. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just seems so complicated. How do you get them to trust you, I guess? It's fine. constantly talking to them. Like, seriously, even in the car, like, I'll just turn off the radio and just constantly, like, re- reiterate to them, like, all the things that you're stressing about as a parent, you know. And it's I'm always saying to them, like, always feel like you can come to us you you won't get in trouble like call me if you ever feel unsafe like just say the word like I'll never embarrass you 
I won't punish you. Like I, you need to be honest with us. And like, we're constantly doing that. And like, I think that that has helped us with our kids. Like, you know, like tell me the truth is it. And like, I'll keep saying it over and over again. And like, so finally, like with my son, if whatever it was, you know, um, he'll finally say, okay, this happened, you know, and like, we'll get the truth out. But like constantly. And I feel like that's what my parents did to me. Like my mom always said, like, just call me one day. Like if you ever feel like you're in a safe, you know, bad situation, use this word. I will pick you up. I will not ask any questions. You will never get in trouble. But like if you, you know, God forbid, like someone wants to drive while drunk in the car, I will never. And I think it happened once. My mother came, she picked me up never questioned me anything took me home and we never spoke about it again and that's what I tell my kids like I want you guys to do this with me I will never ask questions like if you know but you need to come to me Mm. I appreciate that so much it really makes me think like sometimes when I look at um you know content creators in the lifestyle space and you know in the mom space I'm like are they phoning it in? And I'm looking at you and I'm like, you are so not. <laughs> no. You really freaking care. <laughs> I, like, of course. Oh, my God. Yes. It's nice to know, actually, because, like, I have a feeling like the person in Minnesota who's, like, you know, like, f- following, I don't know, maybe following me. I don't know. You know, like, they probably think, like, I don't know, she she has this and she has that and she doesn't really care. And it's nice to know that. You do. Like, you devoted your whole career, actually, to living a good life and to sharing that with other people. Yes. I do think I should probably share a little bit more, like, behind-the-scenes stuff. Because I do feel like this is what we're doing. Yes. I feel (laughs) like this is – I need to share more of that, too, even on my stories, I feel like. Because some people are like, oh, my God, you're, you know, at these parties and you're this and you're traveling and whatever. I'm like, but I'm also in the thick of it with my kids, too, which I don't show all the time. I also have to respect the kids, too. So that that's, like, you know. Tell me more. Like – do you feel like you have to respect them more because of their age now or is there like more I know that there's a lot of press around um being mindful of their consent Absolutely. and even in Illinois there 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 are um laws being passed around paying children yep. for their participation in these sort of projects but mm-hmm. do you, that's new you know, yeah. that's like, you've been doing this for 14 years. Yeah. I mean, my kids are on my payroll. <laughs> I will tell you that. Yes. Wow. They are um, just for even just saving purposes for college and, and all that stuff. So that was something that an accountant told me that Good you can you. put the kids on the payroll. So they do know that know. Um, too. And it's just saving for their college. Wow. Um, Before the laws passed. Yeah. But like, there's <laughs> an like, early adopter. But just certain things too, like, you know, I'm not going to show like my daughter's like room is like super messy. And I'm like, That's you right. got to clean your room today. You got to clean your room. You know, like I do, like some of their kid, their friends follow me and whatever. I don't want to embarrass them. So it's one, embarrassing them. It's also like protecting their mental health, They're all the things, you know what I mean? So there is a fine line a little bit about what you can share versus what you can't. But I, I really mean, if there was something super serious, I would feel the need to be like, hey, this is what happened in my life, you know, and I'm going to share it. Yeah. I think also there's probably a, you know, you're established. Like, you don't have to get on stories and say anything. You know, we trust you because we know your taste. We trust you because, you know, you've been doing this every day for the past 14 years. I think there's, like, a sense that, like, a lot of other um, content creators sort of have to, like, report the news constantly. Right. And, like, pull back the, um, like, the the lid on, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, the backstage pass or whatever. But... 
I don't know. There's a part of me that thinks like, well, you're like a sort of established, you know, person. I don't know that you need to, but it's kind of nice. Like it's I don't, nice see, that I don't I, look you at and myself. I get to chat. I love that you look at me like that because I don't look at myself. Oh, like that. I feel like I'm like there's so many content creators out there. You know what I mean? I'm like I feel like it, it's a very saturated market, and I feel like you know. And you've been able to like rise to the top. That's how I. That's how I. Thank see you. It. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> you know, like rise to the top and still like keep your ideals close. Yeah, like your family close. You know, yeah. and I adopt you. like 7,000 new platforms in the last, yes, you know, however many years. So <laughs> that hats is off to you for like, you know, like you can say you can't, you don't have to do stories, or, but she does, like she does and she uh-huh. has to figure it out, which is like, it must be exhausting. It is. It is exhausting. Yeah. I feel like I have to, I, my new routine out here, and I hope I can carry this into, you know, when I go back to New York City, I've been getting up super early every day, 6 a.m., and I like bang out all my work, all my emails, all the things like that I have to do for the day, like kind of create a list. I've been getting in exercise classes, which I don't do in New York. I don't know why I have it's this a lot routine of, out here. Well, the thing is, it's a lot of stress in New York. It's like I would, Laura and I were just talking about it, like just existing yeah. in New York City, it, like just like we're just like emitting all of our yes. energy just to like be alive. It's there. true. Like there's no school schedules right now that I'm dealing with, which I will obviously in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. But um, yeah, it is a lot of, it's a lot of planning and it's a lot of like, you kind of can't take a day off. Like I know I hate saying that and I do try to like disconnect on the weekends and I really try to do that um, and live in the moment. That's the other thing too. I learned I like to live in the moment and that's why sometimes I don't post on stories because I am living in the moment and I think that's okay too. I think you have to. I've seen creators who literally video everything and I'm kind of like "Ah, how are you even like I know what you're doing because I do it sometimes too but like you got to put it down sometimes. Yeah but I think sometimes you know not everyone has like the facility to just like know to to know how to connect to their audience like sometimes that backstage pass is all they have mm-hmm. you know in terms of a, a means of connection right it's true i think i, I was asking you cuz i know your husband's in commercials right i was saying mm-hmm. like well you guys have this, probably speak <laughs> the same language <laughs> I was like, no, we don't at all, at all. Because it's a different medium, really. It really is. I'll ask him to film something. He's like, you're backlit. I'm like, that's the look I'm going for. (laughs) (laughs) But like you do, you know, some people like if you don't have, I know, I know that you, you have now a whole crew that, that works with you so that you can really deliver on these. I have to. Well, I have like a video guy um, who I don't get to get all the time because he's, has too many jobs going on but I do he's actually on the jitney right now coming out so we can film all day and get our work done um I do have a photographer but there are jobs that I have to do myself like I have to video stuff and I have to take photos myself so it's a little bit of mix of both I mean I rather have the people to do it for me so I can think about the creative and not the other stuff but you know sometimes I have to do it both yeah I think that's that helps with like the the visual storytelling but it also helps like you stay like good at what you do is when you're like outsourcing right yes because then I can create and then I could think and, and I'm not worrying about lighting <laughs> what's your favorite part about your job I love telling a story and um I honestly really do love photography and I love just like capturing like fun moments with my children and yeah. traveling definitely like hands down is you know seeing the world with them and then hearing them 
tell you that story like when we were in Morocco and this happened and it's really like I sit there and I'm like oh my god this is why I do what I do like I just love hearing them tell because I didn't do that as a kid so I think I'm like living vicariously through them too that's so cool oh my gosh can I be a travel blogger? Yes, do Let's it. Do I think it. I, I I always say to people, there's so much room for everyone and if you want to do that, then you should. Guys, yes. let's do it. Let's yes. all go. Book a trip. Let's Next go to Morocco. Week. Do Morocco? it. Morocco? Yes. Was it amazing? Yes. Wow. It was amazing. Um, it's so cool. Well, okay. Tell me, um, with our last few minutes remaining, mm-hmm. did we miss anything? Is there something about, you know, you – I mean, after all these years that like your favorite follower is going to tune in and be like, I didn't know that. I don't know. I feel like, hmm, what else did they not know? Uh, Wow. I don't know. I know because you think the thing is like as much as you're not showing up on stories every day, like what you're (laughs) showing up like you're giving us a, a, a huge lens into your life you're right I feel like what do they not know I mean maybe they don't know that I I really am almost like a one person you know job I don't know like I'm a one person thing I you know I feel like a lot of people look and they think that oh my god you must have an assistant with you all day and every day no like I haven't had an assistant the entire summer like I have one she's back in New York but she does like she's she doesn't come out here to like help I don't have I have a housekeeper I mean that's the that's it like I don't have a nanny I don't have any of that stuff so I feel like maybe people look at that and they think that um I am a hustler maybe they don't know that that I am literally a workaholic and I'm always working and I'm always thinking and I'm emailing myself like oh I should do this you know I should do that or um that kind of stuff I feel like people don't know about me what's the passion behind your work like what's the thing that you want to do <laughs> what drives know you anyone else emails themselves I've never heard anyone else do admit it all the time yes! all the time always all the time. in the subject yeah line. <laughs> oh my god so, wait can I just say that Laura is like a real hustler she's so ambitious I love her so much I love you and uh, like you are literal joy yes, and like that you is like your you gift to this world is l- being literal joy oh in gosh. human form. You so are. Thank you, you. so much. Thank you. But what is the, what is the ambition? What, like what's behind it? What's the thing that like really drives you that, um, that is it just being creative itself? I think it's just being creative. Yourself? It's being my fan, like with my family, it's giving them experiences that I didn't have. I think that's what it is, like living this life that I kind of wanted to, you know what I mean? Like I grew up right outside the city. My parents um, both kind of worked in the city. My mom worked at a hotel and I would be like, can we just live here? I want to just live here. And like, obviously we couldn't live at the hotel. Um, But we, you know, I feel like living in New York City right now, like this is something that I wanted as a kid. You know what I mean? And I don't think my kids realize it yet because mm. the grass is always greener, of course. But um, just kind of giving them the life that I always wanted. That's what, you know, fuels me. Oh my God, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you so this much. This is amazing. Look at this studio that I we're know. in right now. I, I mean, know. Hello. It's so cute. It's it really amazing. is. Um, all thanks to our executive producer, Laura Lucchetti, yes. here with us today. Woo woo. So happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank Have an you. amazing shoot today and Thank an incredible you. time in Spain. Thank you so, so much. So I will come proud. back next time to tell you all my tips now. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Mom Curious Podcast. My name is Daniela Ravani. 
I am your host, and I would love to continue this conversation at Daniela Rabani on Instagram. And if you'd be so kind to rate and review, share this podcast, I would be just really grateful. Catch you next time, every Tuesday on the Mom Curious Podcast, produced by Hoff Studios. You can find them at Hoff Studios on Instagram as well. All right, have a great day.